time ago but life covid and god knows what else kept getting in the way scheduling holidays dude illness my, my son ended up with covid my and and, and then was it one uh, so one two three four of the other kids all ended up getting covid it was like jesus fucking christ now you know great none of them really like uh, is everybody vaccinated yeah uh the my son obviously isn't because he's only four. Yeah, and then uh, Miranda's other son that got sick with it uh, uh, originally uh, wasn't either. Like his, her, him, and her, or I mean, his dad and her just haven't came to an agreement on that yet. You know, the other kids are all vaccinated. Yeah. Um. But uh, what's weird is is like they all they had is like they had a real low grade fever for like went like maybe half a day, and then they barfed. Like that was the weird part. It was like I never heard about anybody throwing up, but both of them ended up throwing up. Yeah, I, I never felt nauseous when I had it. And then they ended up both testing positive, and it was like, mm. what the fuck? But huh. like me and my wife both never got it, like nothing. So I don't, I don't know what was going on. That's one of those things where like you know, like Omicron is the one that like the vaccines aren't supposed to work against. So I'm like wondering if that's what they they had something else. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I know that my uh, daughter's boyfriend tested positive, and they told him he tested positive with the original strain of. Uh, COVID, Damn. Which I was like, huh, that's fucking crazy. The guy was like, finally. Yeah. No, that's he's like, like I've that's been out second, here, I think it's he's like, I've been time. out here floating around, fucking Delta, Omicron's getting all this credit. I'm here. Yeah. I'm OG COVID. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing is. He's is, like, oh, look at those lungs. It's shitty for him. Like, I was like, oh, so he, he, he's already had it before, and then he gets it again, and then mm. there's still, and then you still got to think about that you got Omicron, which they said is more infectious than the original. Yeah. So it's like, goddamn, he might get it again. Maybe that one fucked. Fucking fought off Omicron. It did. And he was like, "This is my lungs, punk." <laughs> fought it off. Uh, um, you said this shit, and I was thinking about it being like a street fight where the fucking diseases are fighting the street, and I don't know why. Ayukin. But this led me to watching, like I told you on our fucking little chat group thing the other day, that I watched fucking Death Wish, and I have a bit of an issue the, with this. Uh, Charles Bronson. Yes, the Charles Bronson one, because I like I'm gonna watch all of them. Because Jesus. Well, hang on. Because from what I hear is that like the first one, it tries to be a serious movie, which it did. But then I hear as they go on, they get more and more crazy and ridiculous. But here's my thing: this will be like the second or third Charles Bronson movie I've seen. Um, Ten to Midnight's another one that sticks out in my mind. Which Ten to Midnight? Ten to Midnight's actually an awesome movie. It's ridiculous and over the top, but it's good. I love that everybody tells you. Man, you gotta watch this, Murray. You gotta watch that, and you're like, Nah, I'm, a, I'm gonna watch I'm, Death Wish. I'm on a Death Wish marathon, right? Like, like in the 1970s, Bronze and Death. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. No, well, it, you gotta understand what it was. I want to watch 99 percent of everything everybody else tells me to watch. But the problem is, they're all like two and a half hours long, and at 10 o'clock, the Death Wish movies. No, are- no, 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 no. What everybody else tells me to watch. Oh, okay. I was it, like, it, I was like, 19. What? That's unheard of. It, yeah, it'll be like two and a half hours long, and at 10 o'clock at night, Death Wish is like an hour and 32 minutes. It, so that's what got watched but my whole thing is is that people in our parents like age range brought me up to believe that things like chuck norris oh, 
and Charles Bronson were fucking awesome. You are preaching to the fucking choir. They suck the big. Their movies suck some of the biggest dicks of anything I've ever seen in my life. They my are, dad was always like, "You got to watch Missing in Action, oh, Delta Force." Fu- fu- okay, and I'm like, okay, okay I like are, Delta Force to a degree. There's oh, they're okay, but. Yeah, then there's, there's what's the I can't remember what the there's there's one Chuck Norris movie I'm going blank off the top of my head I could have told you the name of it any other day but it's where he goes after this like guy who escaped from like a mental institution that movie's actually fucking awesome but it's only awesome because I swear to God the whole movie is just Chuck Norris like fighting everybody with his fucking wild kicks and that's it's just nuts but. Overall, the majority of their movies are fucking garbage. And it makes me like sit there and wonder like what the fuck did our parents think was good like was good back then. And then on top of that, I started judging like the upbringing that I had because the first time I ever watched Death Wish, I was a kid and I watched it at my grandma's house. And I realized as I'm watching this movie, there's a fucking scene in this movie that t- that I remembered vividly because I couldn't believe I was watching it as a kid. Where, one, Jeff Goldblum, who plays freak number one in Death Wish, uh, orally, oh. orally rapes Charles Bronson's daughter, and then they spray paint her ass. They pull her pants down and spray paint in her ass crack and everything. You gotta understand, I was like eight years old, and my grandma was like, let's watch this. And then I wonder why I grew up to become the well-rounded individual that I am. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> yeah, I, I just that's the kind of shit I don't. I, no, I, I gave you know I give a lot of I give a majority of my uh, love for eighties action to my dad because he's what introduced oh, me. Oh, my mom. But yeah. but but at the same time, being we are both born 1980, 1981, you know, you're watching all those when you're eight or nine years old. Like these are great, and then that's when they pull out watch this stuff yeah and you're like no this shit sucks compared to all these arnold and stallone movies oh you no gotta- i'm watching robocop and then you pull out fucking missing in action i'm like fuck you get out of here with that bullshit by the way i watched the uh robocop uh movies that made us on netflix the other night oh yeah how's that it's really good and you know that movie they for somehow they deemed it so violent that it, they first gave it an X rating. I'm not surprised. That movie is insanely violent. It's insanely violent, but somehow they cut 30 seconds out of it, and that's all it took for it to get an R rating. <laughs> that like, uh, and they did- didn't even they didn't even say like what they cut out, and they were like, and 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 the the narrators and and the people telling the story of the movie said that like the stuff that they left in there was easily <laughs> the most violent <laughs> parts of the movie, like like the whole like them. D- destroying Peter Weller mm-hmm. at the, uh, you know what I mean? At, at the at, factory at, at the or whatever very, very beginning of the film was like, that's like the most violent thing we, anybody's ever seen. I was talking to a dude at work about it the other day because the, the 4K Steelbook's coming out here pretty soon. And oh, yeah. I, I've got it pre-ordered. And I was talking to him about the movie and one of his, and the guy told me, he said, yeah, my friend is quarantining at my house because his wife has COVID and he's trying not to get it because he's, yeah. he's like in a band, he's got to go on tour. And uh, he said that, he told him like they were talking about RoboCop, and he said, oh, "I've only ever watched it on TNT." <laughs> and, oh my god! Instantly, how my, could that even be on TNT? Yeah, no. I instantly in my head, I re- I thought you've never seen RoboCop, and he told me yeah. without, without even me saying anything. He goes, "That's what I told him." Then you've never seen it. <laughs> so he had him watch it, and he said that that dude said, "My mind is fucking blown as to how ridiculously violent this movie truly is." It's a day up. The fun, the best thing, uh, not just give a spoiler alert about that episode of the movies that made us. The best thing about that whole 
episode was is there was a lot of like a, it was a hard film to shoot like everybody hated each other on it uh, yeah. Peter Weller ended up being uh, a diva on the set you know and there's a whole bunch of problems but they had to go to like three different locations they started off in Dallas and apparently because that gas station explosion was so big that that uh, it it created a law to where it'd be like where like you can't have anything even close to that because it shattered windows like blocks away. <laughs> you know when like uh, the, what's his name's riding off on the bike and the you know the gas station explodes. Yeah, and so then they moved to they moved to somewhere else and they did things there and uh, and and where they filmed the uh, I think they moved like Pennsylvania or somewhere or maybe Ohio or Cle- somewhere what where the old steel mill was at towards the end. But the very last scene they shot. Was when they when they blew away Peter Well in the beginning of the movie, and that was in L.A. <laughs> and they said it was super eerie because a lot of people did not like Peter Weller on that on that set. And so the last scene they shot was when they made that animatronic of him, like like lifting up his head, going oh, and they blow his brains out, and it was like boom, and it was like that was the last scene of the movie, <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was a wrap after you, that. You know, watching that movie, it, it's like you, the whole time I watch it, I'm like, this is amazing. And then growing up to find out that like all the symbolism it, that that Paul Verhoeven put into the movie yeah. to make it like a Jesus allegory. Like the fact that. Oh, the, they didn't talk about any of that. Yeah, oh, I yeah. heard that. No, it's 100% like he, he a resurrection, from, yeah. yeah. And then like there's a scene where Robocop's shooting everybody and he's walking across the water. And it was, it was oh. all. Yeah. Yeah. It was all meant they to represent. Bring, they didn't bring any of that up. All meant to represent Jesus. What that, the fuck? That makes sense <laughs> with that, dude, because they, all they talked about on that, on that episode was uh, the director just being oh, complete. Dude. Dude, Just a complete asshole nut job. Growing up, from my childhood, two of the greatest memories ever for me, movie-wise, are RoboCop and fucking Total Recall. Both Verhoeven movies. Fucking amazing. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize he directed. Did he direct Total Recall? Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Fucking glorious movie. That, that, that honestly, oh, Total that Recall honestly is one of my favorite movies of all time. That one, for sure. Got the Steelbook 4K over there. Fucking love that movie. You're very proud. No, oh, I am. I am. It's good stuff. <laughs> I asked the, I asked Miranda's boys. I still haven't let them watch it yet. I thought I did, but I asked them, "Have you seen this?" And I showed them clips from it, and they're like, "Nope." And I just looked at all of them, and I was like, "Chick with three tits," and they're like, "Nope." I'm like, "Oh, you'd remember that at your age." <laughs> what do you think is the best scene in Total Recall? What do I think is the best scene in Total Recall? Oh, I don't know. There's like a lot. Do you think it's the to me for some reason what always sticks with me is him pulling the the thing out of his nose the. Uh, the tracker yeah, out of his yeah, and his yeah. and his, Wait, how his, fucking fake his it looks. super yeah his super animatronic. I love that. He's going. Ah, yeah. I love that. That I I'd have to say my two favorite scenes in that movie are one where that dude goes, "You got a lot of nerve showing your face around here," and he goes, "Yeah, look, you, look who's talking. Look who's talking." I like that, and I love when fucking Richter dies and he goes, "See you at the party, Body Richter." Richter. Yeah, he throws his, his arms, arms off the elevator. That that part's pretty good I too. Fucking love that shit. That that movie has some of the most ridiculous fucking dialogue too. Ah, you think this is the real Quaid? It is. <laughs> I, I think I think one of the uh, more underrated ones is when he finds out that he's uh, so he's what so he's Quaid, right? Mm-hmm. But but what's his? But wait, is he Quaid? Is Quaid his spy name? And Qu- then Quaid is the one he becomes. He was Hauser. So Hauser, when he's Quaid, and then he sees that video with uh, with um, Tony Cox. 
and uh, and him and he's Hauser Cohagen or Cohagen yeah. and he's like and he's like God he's like ha ha they're all laughing with each <laughs> <Yeah>. other. <laughs> <laughs> going on <laughs> i i like that and uh, hey, dude the whole fucking scene where like where the dude when they're when he's at the recall in the in he's all going nuts and the, the guy gets mad at the chick saying that like you couldn't even do this and she's like we haven't even fucking implanted it yet that like the the whole idea behind that fucking movie he's like, get the fuck off of me <laughs> you blow my cover <laughs> oh man anyway we did not. We did not expect to go down. This <laughs> no, road. we, we didn't. had a whole bunch of like holiday stuff to talk about, and we went down a hole. We do. I do. Like, let's get into your holiday shit that you got here, because it's been like. I mean, it's been a while, so let's let's dive in. Well, you know, we haven't we haven't seen each other since the holidays. Heck, I don't even know when we podcast before the holidays. But um, so I did a lot of holiday shopping this year. Usually, I just get gift cards and make it easy. But this year, I decided to actually go out and shop for people and um. I enjoy shopping for kids, and uh, I, I think it's fun, especially with, with my nephews, you know, finding action figures and things they like, you know. I have a question for you about, about when you were a kid. I don't know how you operated as a child, but the way I operated was is that my birthday's in July. I got whatever I got for my birthday, and then the day after my birthday was, what am I going to get for Christmas in my head? And then I spent... Whatever time I could up till Christmas, scheming on what I could get. Oh, from, really? From whoever. And then when Christmas was over, I spent my time scheming on what I July. could get for my birthday. Yeah, mine. Uh, mine is mine's in the end of August. I I don't think I ever did that. I was just like I was more of the fly by the seat of your pants, like what was ever popular. But even man, then, I'll just take it. But okay, but like the take aside, like what I did. Was it really hard for you to come up with shit as a well, kid? Well, I never got my hopes up either. Yeah, but but if somebody asked you, what do you want? Did you was it hard for you to come up with something? No, not back then. Holy fuck, my my wife's goddamn kids, man! It's like pulling teeth. These motherfuckers. First off, I ask for a Christmas list, and I start way early because I know how ridiculous they are. I'm talking like I start in August, and one, it's because you know they don't think in terms of paychecks, and it ain't that many. Uh, to get from there to Christmas, but they also don't realize that I'm aware that they come up with the shittiest Christmas list ever, and they'll come up with, like, asinine shit. Like, this year, one of them asked for fucking a gallon of tea, and I'm like, I'm not buying you a gallon of tea. <laughs> yeah. That's the craziest shit. Like, what do you want, like, Red Diamond? What do you yeah, want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lipton? Lipton? Yeah. What do we do? We go expensive teas? Yeah, no, it's green fucking, tea. Like, it's all like, like not buying that shit. Or the fact that they got computers that year for their birthday, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, we want Oculus helmets. And I'm like, I'm not fucking buying you Oculus helmets. I just spent $1,700 on your computers. Yeah. And, you know, they'll... And, 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 they don't think, oh, wait a minute, you bought two of them, you know? <laughs> I like, it's like, you gotta sit down with it's like, look, man, it ain't gotta be all or nothing. Uh, yeah. You can't be like, computers, Oculus, well, he ain't gotta give me that, so I guess I'll just ask for tea. Yeah, no, so I tell him, no, you need to come up with a better list. Dude, they started crying because, literally, because they couldn't come up with other shit. It is so hard to get these dudes to come up with stuff. Like, God damn, motherfucker, you're living like kings, and uh, now you're uh, living like peasants. Yeah, what no, do you want, Oh uh, Yeah, yeah, no, my thing is, when I was a kid, it's like, like, fuck, take apart my whole thing of where I was always scheming on what I could get a birthday or Christmas. It didn't matter what it was. If you asked me what I wanted, I was going to whip out a scroll. You know, it was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. roll it down. Yeah. Read it so crazy. It was like, this is a fucking list of everything you can buy me. Just choose. And that was that easy. 
Not with them. You can't fucking do anything with them. You can't even fucking buy them gift cards for fucking like any of the online stores for like games and shit because these motherfuckers only play like the same goddamn thing over and over and over again. They all play fucking Roblox and nothing else. That's why I get mad because I'm like, oh, I'm glad I bought you $1,700 Roblox machines. What I love is like, so, you know, I went out shopping for my nephews and I got him, uh, you know, I, I got him what they wanted, but it was funny because, you know, uh, what did they want? How old are they? They're, uh, Boogie is eight and CJ is, I think CJ is 11. God damn, 12. Boogie's eight already? Yeah, he's eight. He just turned eight in November. Um, but he, you know, he's like a big 49ers fan. And he loves the PlayStation, so I was like, "Well, I'm gonna get him a, I'm gonna get him, uh, I'm gonna get him. Well, he likes NBA 2K, so I'm gonna get an NBA 2K, a controller, and I'm getting a 49er skin for his controller, right? So the whole time I'm debating, I'm like, should I put on the skin on the controller and like rebox it? But then I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just surprise him with both. But I didn't know what kind of controller he had before, and so apparently I got him the same controller. That he had the camo controller. Dude, the PS4 controllers were hard as shit to get this year. They're fucking sold out. GameStop, Best Buy, Target. Nobody had PS4 controllers. I had to order a PS4, PS4 controller from GameStop to get mailed to me. Dude, that's electronics across the board. This fucking little bullshit thing you see right here, two years. The, what is that? I don't You got to tell the people no, what it's you're an showing analog, me. It's an analog okay. pocket. No one knows what you're talking Almost about. Almost two years. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, so, I, so, I, so he opens up the controller and he just goes... I already got this one because <laughs> it was a camo, and I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, hold on, hold on, I got something else for you to put on. And he goes, what is it? And I was like, oh, well, God, you little ungrateful son of a gun. Yeah, I felt like I was at the Apollo Theater, like somebody was going to sweep me off stage. Sandman, come yeah, Sandman, you. give me the sweep. And uh, so then I showed him the skin, and he was like, oh, that's tough, it's tight, I love it. And I was like, and, and then he kept bugging, he was like, you need to put it on, you need to put it on. I was like, I knew I should have put this shit on at home. And then I'm doing it on Christmas and morning. vindicated. Those things are hard as hell to put on. And the, I was about to ask how hard everybody, it everybody, like at the, at the GameStop, the girl was like, oh, it's pretty easy. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, of course she would say that. And I did it, but I could not get it on there like seamlessly. Like there was creases in the tape, you know, in the sticker. Oh. And every like, it, it's not like you just slip on like this rubber 49ers. It's just decals. Yeah. And, and it's a decal for a certain specific part of the controller. There's like 16 stickers on there, and it Jesus. all goes. I mean, once you get it on, then it looks like a 49ers controller. But he had a bunch of creases, but he don't fucking care. He he loved it. <laughs> but but what my whole point getting to all this was is so I you know so I decided to uh, buy. Uh, you know, a couple of our friends have daughters that I hang out with every weekend, so I decided to buy all them gifts too. You know, for Christmas, and uh, and I went out, and they're all into this LOL stuff for these girls' dolls. You know, and this LOLs. I don't know if you know about LOL. I just heard about it the other day, and I, I don't know what the fuck it is. My kids are too old for the shit. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's for probably girls between five and and ten oh, or yeah. nine or something. Mine are all but in the they're fucking all, they're all these little yeah. They're all these little dolls that are that are like pop stars and stuff, and. uh and so I and so I asked, you know, I asked my, you know, my friends, I was like, what are your kids into? And they told me. So I was like, so I, I went out there and I went shopping and I'm looking around. And so there's LOL stuff. And I'm like, OK. And then there's OMG. And I'm like, hmm. well, they both look the same, but I don't want to get the wrong one because, you know, you know how kids are. You know, you'd be like, oh, this is OMG. And I already had the fucking shit go down with my nephew about the controller. <laughs> oh, no, dude. I just told you. I just told you yeah. that they're in the K-pop shit and my, my wife's daughter 
she asks for shit and she will put like, you know, insert K-pop band, but album title, like say it's called the, you know, Verizon, but <laughs> it'll be, it'll be version B with poster A yeah. with, with, with uh collector's item C. And, and then you go and look and there's 37 different versions of this. And box. you don't know. And then, but kids know it. And they'll be like, well, this wasn't, I wanted version B, but you got me version A with mm-hmm. section D. And I'm like, no, I feel well, like here's the fucking receipt. I, I feel like when I got it on Amazon, I'm looking at it and I'm like looking at a checklist. I'm like, okay, A. And I look over B, okay, C. Yeah. Oh fuck, all I got is D. You know? So, but anyway, so there's oh, so so I'm looking at this LOL and this OMG, and I'm like, but they look the same. And then I look at one box and it's LOL presented by OMG. And I'm like, oh, this is all the same shit. They're just like spicing it up. You know what I mean? It's like branch off and stuff. So I was like, well, that's all the same stuff. So these kids will like it. And they did. But then when I was at the store, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm thinking about, cause one of our friends, she told me everything her daughter was into. And, and then she started listening to like Barbie stuff and accessories. And I'm like, like little boys, you just get them in like a fucking Spider Man, and they're happy. And and but girls, there's all these accessories, there's all these things that come with it, there's all these extra stuff. When I when I came over that Christmas night, you know, and I was giving everybody their presents, I was telling them I was like I was at the store and I'm looking at all this LOL OMG shit, and I look up at this box and it's a fucking empty box. I mean, it's empty. There's like a hole in it. It's empty, but it's not like a hole like someone broke through it. Like it's there to like maybe touch something or press something. I was like, damn, did someone just like rip off the doll out of this box, out of this hole? So then I look at the box behind. It's the same box. It's a box behind there. It's a fucking stage. Oh, that's it's an empty box. It's a stage for these dolls. And it was $10. A fucking empty box with a bunch of sparkles on it was $10 fucking oh, no, dollars. I can buy you can you think that's ridiculous. Like just even for grown ass men like me who buy action figures, they make these like diorama sets where it'll be like the fuck it'll just basically be like a fake ass sewer for the ninja turtles and it's like ninety dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah, I'm like, like no. I could have made that myself. No, I like no. Some of them look awesome, but at the same time, I'm like, that motherfucker's ninety dollars. I'll just fucking put it on my shelf. This stage for these LOL dolls, anybody could have made it. I mean, you could, <laughs> you could have made it for printed, you could have went down the street to your that Dollar General and dumpster dive for a box and just fucking glittered it up, <laughs> and you'd have been like, this works. That's what I say. Just print some shit on some paper and fold it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. Nah, I don't. Anyway, I, all my point is, is like shopping. Well, also though too, since I'm a guy, and I remember it was when I was, you know, get gift cards and be ten to twelve years old and shopping for action figures. It was so easy. Oh yeah. But like with the girls, there's all these accessories. I mean, it's all this fucking. But- hey, Get this Malibu Barbie. Oh, you want this Malibu Barbie? Now this bitch comes with dresses but and shoes. Does, and but you got to understand, man. The, dude, it doesn't fucking end there. It's like they get older, and then you get your kid who's like, oh, I want these Nike sweats. And it's like, so you're like, oh, all right, cool. And they tell you the brand name. So you're, or, or excuse me, the line of the Nike sweats. Then you go to look at the fucking Nike sweats, and it's like Nike sweats, and I'm just making up some shit. And it's called, like say, it's called Nike Sweat Pandora. And yeah. I go and look at it, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's 352 versions of Nike Sweats Pandora. I'm like, which ones do you want? Do you want the you want the Pandora SL2s or the Pandora? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And then of course, what do they ask for? The one fucking brand, the one fucking like version of it that isn't available anywhere unless you want to spend an extra like $80 on the motherfucker. Oh my god. Damn. And then, you know, I go shopping and as, you know, I I always, you know, I I get you know, like my mom and my sister, I always get them something they want, and then I give them a gift card like Amazon. Like something to put on their socks? 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that she returned, <laughs> oh, which no, I gave no, her. You explain that one. So my mom, a few years back, as a joke, I, I usually go to the uh, as seen on TV <laughs> section of Walmart and buy and buy or something as a joke. But I got her this sock thing, and I, I knew she would be pissed off about it. But it, I didn't think it she'd... assist you in putting on your socks, right? She and then she she's right, elderly. She right when she it. well she was she was sixty at the time. She's now sixty four. She was sixty at God the damn, t- our moms are old. She was sixty at the time when I gave it to her, and and you know it was a joke. And then right when she opened it, she said, "I hope you have the receipt for this," which I laughed. But then I started thinking about it, and she did return it. And then I'm like. You, you ain't no spring chicken, motherfucker. You know, you probably could have used that thing. Maybe just put that in the closet. It was free. It was free. I'm sorry that I, you know, you returned it and got $15 off of me, which oh. I paid for it. Oh, no, I always used to laugh at the, uh, uh, of the shoehorn that was on, like, one of those extenders. Like, you know, like, had a bit of long, long extender, so you didn't have to bend over, and you put it in the back of your shoe, and your foot would slide into it. Mm. And, like, there's, like, days where I go to put my shoe oh, on, and, yeah, the back, hell yeah. and the back folds over. And I'm like, oh man, if I had a shoehorn, I can't. I can't remember what movie I was watching not too long ago, and I don't know if it was De Niro or some somebody used it in a movie, and it was the long one. And no, it was it, no, it was one of the it was one of the like mafia movies because I that's was it where, Casino? Maybe it might be. I don't, I don't know because it's where I saw it too. And I was like, I just saw I was it like, recently. Damn, I could, I could use one of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I'm fucking 41. Yeah, and all I'm putting on is sneakers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude was yeah. putting on fucking probably Gucci's or something. Yeah, so she returned it because she wasn't thinking ahead, <laughs> and you know she'll be. Sorry, man. No, she'll rue the day. <laughs> she'll rue the day. Give her, give her. When she gets seventy, she's like, "I get one of those sock things again." It's like, yeah, well, dope. Sorry, <laughs> as seen on TV ten years ago. So, Mom. so I don't have like I wish I had like a drop or something to go into this. But I told Wes the other day I want to do this thing like where I do like my adventures on Reddit, where I talk about like maybe the most ridiculous thing I come across on Reddit because as most people who have used Reddit realize. It's ridiculous. It so you know what's crazy about Reddit? Oh crap! Sorry, I got a frog. Mm. <coughs> that was bad. That was you bad healthy timing. motherfucker. <coughs> what's crazy about Reddit is there's so many ridiculous things on Reddit, but sometimes Reddit is super helpful. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's both ways. Like you'll get the worst and best advice all in the same. You day. will. You will. Yeah. My my favorite. My one of my favorite things subreddits that I am subscribed to is Shitty Life Pro Tips <laughs> because it's always like the worst fucking advice known to man. But that's like the oh whole really? Point. That's the whole point to it. Oh okay. Give you the worst advice. Yeah. Like one of the one of the ones I saw the other day. It's like uh, it's like when I cut the calories, eat this instead of this, and it showed like a hamburger. Is what it said not to eat, and then it was a big pile of dirt. Was that the thing? So, but in terms of like shit that I like when I see it, I like it, it's there's some like out there shit, but like I have to come into question. Like I like this comes into question of like is this dude really doing this? So I'm gonna start off and I'll read it to you. I used to masturbate onto birds at a local park. Not a thing that I'm particularly proud of, but I became quite good at it. I was taking zinc supplements, so I was shooting massive loads, and it became something of a sport for me. For anyone interested, here's your best strategy. First, you need to find an isolated spot so you don't become a sex offender. I found a short kind of channel area where I saw the pigeons would congregate. Next, you arouse yourself. I would usually <clears throat> I would usually content with envisioning the 
occasional jogging lady coming over and taking a shit on my chest. And that was enough what? to fuel the fire. But if you're not... Oh, that's that's what helped him get off. Yeah, yeah. But if you're not as sexually charged as me, just take some porn on the go. After you're good and horny, you get some bread. My pigeons preferred white bread, but healthier birds might have had a taste for honey wheat or maybe even multigrain. Fat, unhealthy birds are slower and easier to hit, so remember that. Once you are seated on the bench and ready to do the deed, whip your Roosevelt out and scatter the bread out within a few feet of you. Use your judgment based on how far you can come. I was a lonely and depraved soul who could hit targets the size of a thimble at a distance of up to four feet. You wait for pigeons to begin eating and get comfortable with and get comfortable with your presence. At this point, you want to coo gently and talk sensually to them to gain their trust. Now you're finally ready to come on your bird. I'm not even gonna read the rest. This is this is bullshit. Uh, no, 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 I'm I'm not disagreeing with you there. What I'm more intrigued with is that the idea of that somebody decided. Today's going to be the day I go on Reddit and write this. This is somebody who's just like living in their parents' basement that's bored. I, it's like, I'm going to write something crazy on Reddit and see how I, many I, responses I, and things I can get. I agree with you, but that's what that, that's my thing with most of the stuff on Reddit. It's like the other day I had a guy who told me that he, like, I can't remember what I was reading, what we, they were talking about, but the guy says, I know because I sue companies for a living. So naturally I was curious and I said, what companies do you sue? And he responded with trucking companies, and 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 I can't remember what else he said, but it was generic like that. It was like trucking companies, you know, blah 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 companies, not the company he sued, not a specific name, but that could be a litigation thing. Ah, bullshit. Privacy. Because the way I asked was, I said, "What companies do you sue?" And as a joke, I put asking for a friend, and he responded with that, and I responded back, "My friend thinks you're full of shit," and nothing after that. So mm. I decided to be a troll and go down a rabbit hole that looking sounds, at all his previous comments. That sounds about right. And as I was searching through all his other comments, I found a plethora <laughs> of comments of him saying, lawyer here, and then going on and spouting off whatever bullshit he felt he needed to Law do. Law rhetoric. Yes. And it's kind of like this guy with the with the pigeon thing where I started like questioning like, what the fuck is wrong with people that they're so bored with their lives that they sit down and write all this kind of shit and post it out there in hopes of I don't know what? Lots of wackadoos. I, I like 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 you said like oh it's some guy who posted whatever hope people respond to it but like but what are they getting out of that? Like what is it? I imagine the people that do these kind of things are. Working with, I don't know, like, see, I know, I know, you have two monitors behind us for your computer. These guys might have the same or three, and they're probably doing multiple things like all night. You know what I mean? They're like on this thing, they're on this forum, they're on that. They're just posting stuff and hoping to get hits on everything, and they're just pinging around back and forth until they finally just pass out. But see, here's the thing you, you also have to realize for every, every, everything that's ridiculous, like the pigeon masturbator. <laughs> You you have to sit there. By, by the way, that zinc is that a real thing? Uh, I, I I believe so. <laughs> is it really? Yes. <laughs> I've tried. What it. is it? No, you tried no, it? No. Oh, I take zinc. I, like, I don't know if that's what it uh, does. Someone called Peter know. North. Like North, <laughs> North, is this real? Um, the thing is, is for all for all of your like instantaneous, just as mine was, uh, disbelief in regards to the pigeon masturbator. You have to realize. There might be a real pigeon masturbator out there. I mean, it's there's 
He has to be caught. <laughs> yes, he does. He must be brought to justice. Um, you know what would be ironic is if they caught him in like a giant pigeon coop. You know what I mean? Like like they put all the pigeons in a cage. He just couldn't. He just couldn't resist it. And so when he went to beat off on all the pigeons, they the the door trapped behind him. And then that's how they caught him. And then the cops just carried him off in a helicopter across New York City. But and he was still beating off, and then people. They, the cops, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm confused. The cops never realized. So the helicopter takes off, and like the pigeon coop is just hanging below the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, and he's in there, but he's still beating off. Uh, and he yeah. doesn't realize that that he's actually beating off all over New York because City he's, because he's like in his fucking what do you yeah. his world of ecstasy. Well, you know, there's the sacrifices. <laughs> Sacrifices have to be made. So as he's being carried off in this pigeon coop, he's still beating off. And he's, he basically wins because now he's coming all over New York yeah, but City. The, but the question I have is like in my head, I'm like, so what does he get charged with? Indecent exposure and animal abuse? I mean, like, what do you get for that? And a third charge coming on New York City. <laughs> yeah. and then he gets out bail and giant and big zinc texts him he's like we want you to be our sponsor what can zinc do for you massive loads yeah i like i have no idea if that's really is this conversation making any sense (laughs) i'm glad we're back But that's my thing. That's the way I want to talk about it because I knew it would go down a rapid hole. There's only one. There's some guy. There's two cops in the office. There's only one. Smith, there's only one way to catch a pigeon comer. Treat him like a pigeon. Anyway, what's next? Let's go to the news. (laughs) I mean, do you have news? I don't have any news. I do. I have one news story. Fuck it. Let's go in the news. Just when you think you've heard it all or seen it all, you ain't heard nothing till you've heard American Zero current events. A dead man was brought to the post office this morning in an attempt to collect his pension in one of the most bizarre incidents that Gardai have ever seen. The shocking incident in which the deceased male was propped up by two other men happened at the post office in Stapletown's Road in oh, Carlotown. Man, they weekend at Bernie's, yeah. my guy, man. Staff at the post office immediately became suspicious and contacted emergency service, and Gardai rushed to the scene. No money was handed over, and it is understood that the deceased man is well known to the two men who moved the body. A local woman living beside the post office told how... Uh, office told how her daughter witnessed two men carrying a man into the shop. She was she was leaving the house at the time. It said the man looked unwell and his feet were dragging on the ground. The woman who did not want to be named said there was a queue outside of the post office at the time. It's a small shop and you're only allowed three at a time with social distancing. People were in shock as they thought he was he was after having a heart. This fucking the way it's written is like. In shock as they thought he was after having a heart attack. Maybe you're just too drunk to read. No, I'm reading it. Per- that's what it said. I reread mm. it. But anyways, basically, yeah, you're right. They weakened Bernie's this dude into this place to collect his pension check. I like. I, w- I, w- I would like to be the uh, clerk at the who answered the door, and the guy's like, they're propping him up. And I'm like, yo, he's here for his pension. I'm like, that motherfucker is gray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how they said he didn't look well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, he didn't. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> his feet were dragging. Clues. Like, well, he has a sign here. It's like, he's got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. So, I mean, like, I like, but, you know, talking about this is like I was telling my daughter about this story. But then I, like, I told her about, like, you know, they're the TikTok, the TikTok generation. And, like, I started thinking about, like, like how, 
obviously TikTok wasn't around 10 years ago, but I said, man, I can't imagine what, like, if this would have happened now, like, like now, and everybody started doing the Bernie, the Bernie walk, like they were doing like 10 years ago. You remember that shit where people were just fucking doing it everywhere? Bernie walk was great. I was like, I'm surprised that isn't a fucking thing now. You know, Bernie's too, a little underrated because of that (laughs) Bernie walk. Oh, no, I showed my daughter. Yeah, the voodoo thing. Yeah, I showed my daughter like scenes from it, like. Like yesterday, and I was she didn't find it as amusing as I did. I was like, no, I'm sorry, this shit's re- this shit's so stupid. It's a generational thing. Like, it has it's to just be. so ridiculous. You know, I think about that, and when they have them propped up, it always makes me wonder. Like, do they have their uh, their arms? So like, it would be like if me and you were carrying a body, right? But like you put like you're on his left side but you have to use your right arm in his sleeve mm-hmm. and then vice versa if i'm yeah. using my left arm in his right sleeve so if they're like sign right here sir and, and then like it's clearly some guy's left hand <laughs> signing for it and the guy's right and people are like this motherfucker's hand is totally backwards <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I just don't understand, like, how that, like, I'd really like to talk to the guys who did this and be like, how did you think this was going to work? I'm like, what, what, what possessed you to believe this was a possibility? One. Two, they were supposed to be friends of his. I'm like, so what kind of, like, like, I, I would like to think that if I died, like, say it's just me, I'm living on my own. That you and Travis aren't going to want my pension check so bad that you're going to come and pick me up and drag me into well, the bank. Also, there's like no – he didn't have – I wonder if the guy had any next of kin or anything because of the fact that it's like was this guy just like alone and no, died? He, no, the, the, it was like within three hours of him dying like is when this happened or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so, but he, he must have died with them or something. I don't know. Like yeah. they just went and found him. I mean there was like that story. I don't know if you like me and you ever talked about it. How, but- could, how could the guy – Within three hours of him dying, they just picked him up and took him, like, let's get his pension. I don't know. Like, there has to be a death certificate or something. But, and, like, I mean, I don't know. Did you ever hear the story of, like, I can't remember if it was, like, what they were, like, war veterans or whatever, but their friend died. And they went and, like, stole his body from, like, the morgue. And they went and took him out and partied with him and all this other stuff as, like, one big last hurrah. But they took his dead body all over the fucking place and did all this shit with him. That's fucking crazy. You no, know, I'm like, no, I'm not touching a dead body. I'm more. It's gonna be more like fucking. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Great Outdoors when they all realized that old dude was dead, and they're like, go wash off. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna feel. Yeah, yeah. No thanks. I'm not gonna try to collect on anybody's pension or anything. No, I'm not um, dragging him. I'm not dragging him to the club. First of all, I don't even. I how do you even have energy to drag somebody to a dead body to the club everywhere you go? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Especially considering like dead weight. Oh man, it's a like, just somebody who's just completely yeah, limp. that's just oh. too much work. Um, just leave him in an alley somewhere. I do have some other news. Yeah. I, I forgot about this news story. This one I fucking laughed out loud when I first uh, read the title of it. I'm not gonna read the title. I'm just gonna start reading it. Kanye West's bizarre behavior might be at a new low. He's allegedly telling friends Pete Davidson is suffering with AIDS. <laughs> I like that. I, I fucking like that. I started cracking up. Like in this way, it's like uh, false rumors got back to Pete. Close. Yay! Is, is, apparently, Kanye's denying it. But like, there's people out there saying that, like, no, he's for real, telling everybody that dude has AIDS. I heard a rumor today that there's a supposed Kanye West Antonio Brown collaboration happening. What the fuck? I don't think it's true, but I thought it was funny. It was like, wow, the two nuttiest dudes, at, uh, like the two nuttiest celebrity athletes or whatever you want to call them, you know what I mean, are, are going to collaborate in an album. 
I was like, that 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 fucking studio would explode, you know? The hubris that yeah. is in there. It just it can't exist in one place. Yeah. It's like uh to me, it's like uh, what's the fucking time cop rules? Like you, you know, where it's like the same matter can't occupy the same space. Yeah, but it's more like that much fucking uh, craziness. An ego can't be in the same yeah. building at the same time. For sure, uh, it's not really news, but I kind of want to discuss this too. It's um, so one. By the way, Kanye West is like super salty about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. First off, <laughs> like what the fuck is. What is it about Pete Davidson that all these women seem to be attracted to him other than they think he maybe he's hilarious? Because, like, your fucking meme thing you sent where it said that Pete Davidson is what I thought Beetle just looked like when he was alive <laughs> is so fucking spot on. <laughs> and, and, then I, and then I also question, like, no, if, like, I'm sorry, anybody out there who might look at Kim Kardashian and think she's attractive or whatever, great, fine, more power to you. But, I mean... There's basically been a train ran up and through that lady at this point, and I'm kind of like, nah, I don't want nothing to do I, with it. I think, I think it might be more of a publicity stunt than it is anything, like, serious, you know, but uh, but I also think that, uh, you know, gangly guys like Pete Davidson, he's probably he's probably got a huge dong, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's got, he, yeah. he looks like one of those John Holmes types, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, he looks crackish, and then... You think, you think <laughs> that, like, maybe she, like, hit him up, and then he was like, uh, like, he went and double-checked the Ray J and her video to make sure he could measure up. And then was uh, like, All no, right. I, I think honestly, he probably just, I, I think, I think honestly what really happened is he probably just shot his shot. And she was like, damn, this fucking, you know, this gangly young white guy really went after me. And it, that, I honestly, I think that's just what happened. And she was like, I'll give it a shot. Fuck it. Um, also the dude's probably, I mean, I know he's, you know, everybody thinks about him, but he's probably not a bad hang. You know what I mean? He's probably not all serious and shit. He probably just wants to have a good time and fuck her. I, you think probably Kim Kardashian's dealing with Kanye fucking I used to not ever, like... Going, going off about fucking Golden Grahams not being in the cupboard. I've, I've never gave a shit about him. <laughs> I've never given a shit about... What about Lucky Charms, yo? I've never given a shit about Pete Davidson one way or the other until I watched his interview with... Uh, one of the Pauls, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, whichever one was getting ready to do a boxing match. And um, the interview he gave to him was so fucking condescending. The questions he asked, an asshole, because he... Kanye? No, no, no. He was asking Logan Paul or Jake Paul, whichever one was boxing. Oh. And uh, he, the questions that Pete Davidson asked him were so fucking... Oh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, he asked, because he was the one hosting like this thing for like the backstage thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the questions he asked the dude were so fucking condescending, an asshole. Like, you could tell... Like, he was asking basically, like, why am I wasting my life being here with you right now? Yeah. And it was fucking, like, real dickhead. And at the time, the dude didn't, like, real, like he answered the questions and whatever. But then later on, he responded, like, yeah, he was kind of an asshole. And it's like, when I was watching it, I was just like, that was amazing. Because he just basically shit on that dude right in front of him, in front of, like, a live audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um... So, off, uh, like, this isn't news necessarily, but, mm. like, I want to get into this with you. Because me and you talked about, like, how we kind of like Travis Tritt and how he's coming here. And I made the joke about I got how rice cooking <laughs> yeah. in the microwave. And I talked about how his his crowd would more than likely probably be a COVID fest if, oh, if you go sure. to it. So, I saw a after that, because we, me and you talked about at one point how Travis Tritt's only going places that had low COVID restrictions. And uh, Kid Rock's coming to Topeka. And he oh I didn't know that he's gonna be at Country Stampede this summer and uh, which you if know you would have told me uh, 
20 years ago that Kid Rock would be at Country Stampede. Like, go, get the fuck out of here. No, well, it's the crowd, man. And No, but, I know, but I mean, the fact that he's now, now he, like a, a country rock star and is super right-winger, you know what I mean? But, yeah, fucking, but he, let me, hang on. First off, he's canceling tour, like concerts in lots of cities now because if they have any COVID restrictions, he's canceling everything. And this dude, first off, his newest song is him out there talking about fuck Fauci, fuck all this. And then literally, like in one of the lyrics, he says, let's go, Brandon. And then he talks about how we all need to have unity. It's like, okay, well, that's (laughs) what? (laughs) But my whole thing is like with that whole like with with Kid Rock at this point, like somebody made fun of like his last music video. I don't even remember what the fuck it was, but they were like pointing out like, who the fuck is this dude? Like in one scene, he's wearing jeans and a leather fucking like vest. And then in the very next scene, oh, that cheap that cheap video that yeah. looked like somebody filmed it like in a college yeah. dorm. Yeah, and or- then he's got and then he's got he's got like Nike shorts on, mesh shorts on, with like white long white socks with the wife beater on, and it's like okay, this is like a fifty some year old dude. Who is he trying to dress like? One, two. You talked about like you just brought up that this motherfucker <laughs> is like this super right wing whatever and all this stuff, but he tries to like play off this like i'm a fucking country bumpkin i came from the trailer guy but the reality is like most people are like finally like i don't understand why now they're just figuring this out but this dude grew up rich his fucking parents were wealthy his dad did what really yeah oh i never knew he grew up in a fucking like mansion on fucking all kinds of land his dad owned like all kinds of fucking like car dealerships and shit he wasn't poor in the least bit. He was a spoiled, rotten, fucking rich kid. Mm. And that's why when I, even back in the day, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like some of the stuff Kid Rock has out there. Some of his older shit I still to this day like. I'm like, but I have never understood how people actually bought his bullshit. I was like, the dude, when his whole fucking thing, I, I ain't straight out of Compton. I'm straight out of the trailer. Motherfucker, you're straight out of fucking Wall Street, you fucking bitch. Mm. I mean, like, that's mm. why I don't understand. Boy, you had that one chambered for a while. No, you? I didn't. I just oh, that, that just oh. right off the top of my oh, head. Groundlings pan. <laughs> yeah, groundlings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no. Like, and that's that that's like the thing I don't understand. Like, that's how fucking stupid the fucking crowd that is like just clamoring, like just like, oh, I can't wait to go see Kid Rock at Country Stampede. Fuck fuck COVID and know, fuck all that, this that, stuff. That's, that's the thing that makes that's the thing that, that I love the most. It's like, are you excited for Kid Rock? Or are you excited that there's someone coming that's like, fuck wear the mask and fuck COVID and fuck all these fucking liberals telling me how I should fucking live. Let's fucking rock and roll. Yeah. It's like Sturgis and then all those dudes from Sturgis. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And, it, like, and my thing is, it's like, I don't give a fuck what your politics are and all that other stuff. It's just like the, the idea that like, I love Kid Rock because he's like, fuck the man and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, great. Because there are there are a million fucking musicians out there that I 100% disagree with what they're talking about. I mean, let's be real. I listened to a Cypress Hill song today. It was How Could I Just Kill a Man? And, you know, the thing is, I don't agree with anything in that fucking song whatsoever. But the song's fucking awesome. And you don't agree with killing a man. No. <laughs> and, and and like my whole fucking point is, is that I can 100 percent listen to a song that I don't agree with because it sounds awesome. I'm sorry that dude, Kid Rock. I got to tell you, Cypress Hill, I like this beat. And I like the way it sounds, but I do not agree with you. killing. <laughs> yeah. 
I, but my whole point is, is that I, I listen to Kid Rock's new stuff, and this is coming from somebody like I said I like his old stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you, I fucking loved Kid Rock up to a point. Oh, his first album was really good. Oh no, I do. I think that like like he's got two other albums that I think are fucking incredible. I can't remember which one it is that Rick Rubin produced, but that fucking album is amazing. I always get the titles fucking mixed up, but that album's fucking amazing. After that is where he went fucking bonkers and became so fucking like right wing that it's almost like he just watch it's like I feel like he sits at home and watches Fox News writing down notes of how can I continue to keep a fan base because I realized mm. that my original fan base grew the fuck up and realized mm. rap rock fucking sucks. Yeah, now he's trying now he's like I got to I got to cater to a who who will still like me. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, he comes from a fucking a town one he's wealthy he came from a fucking wealthy family from a fucking town that is poor as shit and and full in full in has a huge minority population that is not doing well his dad maybe his dad was like wesley from roadhouse <laughs> did you get that right <laughs> I haven't seen. I'm like Wesley from Roadhouse. Remember Wesley from Roadhouse was the guy who like owned the town. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, Wesley! I was like, which one? <laughs> yeah. Wesley. You don't remember that? Yeah, no, I do. I just like that's wait a, a minute. That's, that's a deep reference. Sorry, but uh, and, and that's why I'm see. Just, no one ever gets my reference. But I'm just, I, I'm just in fucking awe that there's a large, huge crowd that's gonna come see him because of fuck COVID, and I just think. How fucking stupid! Just so, just fucking dumb. And, and, the, re- and the sad fact is, hey, how many people do you think are out there that is like a that COVID clearly took their family members, but they blame it on something else? <laughs> like, oh shit, tons! I mean, the fact that you have people in the hospital saying that you got people who were diagnosed with COVID, and those fucking people are saying you're lying to them and like this is bullshit and they won't do it or the fact that like meatloaf just fucking died of covid and his family kept trying to keep it a secret because they didn't want to look like jackasses yeah and i'm and you know into a degree and that meat that meatloaf death like really flew under the well it it was weird because like a lot of people talking about louis anderson that day and, the, and then I saw him the thing. I was like, damn, Meatloaf died. I too. think it's because his family was trying to keep yeah. it on the down low. But like, you know, and then now you got Howard Stern out there trying to get the whole family to come out and like advocate for vaccines and all that stuff. And like, don't get me wrong, folks. I, I, I am 100 percent pro vaccine, but I'm also at the same time. If you don't want to get it, that's on you. Don't get it. I was like, but it does make I mean, it it is kind of asinine to a degree because, I mean, it's mostly unvaccinated people filling up the hospitals. Like I saw a guy blow up on Reddit the other day because he said I had to get stitches. I spent 11 hours at the fucking emergency room because I had to wait for all these people who had who were unvaccinated COVID patients that they were dealing with because well, did you hear about, that, that, you about that guy that uh, the hospital won't give him a heart the transplant? Kid, no, was it heart or his kidney? It's a heart transplant. Was it? Because I just, you know, the one who said, I, I guess I'll die free. That's what he said today. It's like, dude, just get it. Like, just fucking get it. What point are you I, making? I, 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 honestly, like, and, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm the same way you are. You want to get it, get it. If you don't, that's on you. That's fine. I mean, it's it's your choice. It's a free country. I And I firmly believe in that free country shit. I really do. But you know, but when that still like, doesn't make you. But like when not you, an but, idiot. but like when you're laying in bed, you need a heart transplant, and, and the hospital's like, get a COVID vaccine, and you're like, fuck no, like dude, 
man. It just, I'm going to put this shot in your arm, and then we're going to give you a brand new heart. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then literally, they just gave a fucking killer a pig heart yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. And the thing is, they cracks me up. This guy was a convicted murderer. What crack- they gave him a fucking pig heart. But, Wes, what cracks me up about the shit with, like, the heart stuff, like, you see people arguing like, about sure, it. I'll take that pig heart. Saying, like, that's bullshit. They should give it to him anyway. You know what? I would do that. I would make that deal if I was anti-vax. I'd be like, you know what? I don't want a real heart. Give me that big heart. But no, people were making an argument online about how, like, no, that guy should still get that I heart. Heard pig, he qualified I heard for pig it. Pig hearts are tougher against COVID. But what people don't realize is that there's like an actual, like, when they're doing transplants and stuff, there's like a fucking panel of doctors that get together to determine whether or not you are healthy enough and capable of being able to accept it and be able to live and yeah. and, and all that. And, they, and, and they, they, they just don't they just don't pick you willy-nilly no, and go, you make, know what? We give a heart transplant. Be like, no, you're you're uh, an acceptable candidate. Yes. You can have a heart transplant, but we need you to be vaccinated. And when you don't get vaccinated, they put you on that, eh, this person might not be willing to do with the things we need what them are to you, do. But my, my point about that is so stupid is what are you what chance are you willing to take? Like like not getting a new heart or getting a vaccine. Well, well, here's my thing. Okay, you don't get a heart, you, you die. Yes, you get a vaccine and you die. Same, same, same result. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like so. Your options are get a vaccine, possibly not die, get a heart, live. The forever. hospital believes that if we give you a new heart, you're going to survive. <laughs> yeah, but nope, can't get that vaccine. That's bullshit. Because I'd rather just die. All this shit comes down to, and I'm not trying to. We've probably spent too much time talking about all this shit, but. This is the whole, like, with this Kyrie Irving shit and, and basketball and all this stuff. This is, this, is that the dude who wouldn't get vaccinated? Yeah, and now, now all of a sudden, like, first of all, Brooklyn was like, well, now you can't play for us. But then Brooklyn started to lose players to COVID and injuries. Then they're saying, okay, now you can finally you can play road <laughs> games in states that don't allow vac- vaccinated players. But but he can never but he can never play a home game for Brooklyn until he gets vaccinated. But he, now he can play on the road. And they, they caved on their stance because their team – is because their team is losing uh, guys to injuries. But my whole thing is, is like, dude, who fucking cares? Just, just fucking get it, man. It's but, a- but here's the thing, though. There, these are the same people that are argue that you can't force me to get vaccinated. It's, which uh, I, which I agree with the whole thing when they say the government's mandating it. But when your employer says that you have to get it, I that's when I start having a different argument because I'm like, it's your employer's right. To be able to tell you that. My point is a lot of people I think that are saying I'm not going to get it is is they're rebelling, basically saying you can't tell me what to do. Like they feel like they've lost some sort of freedom if they get a vaccine. Oh, no, no, I, I agree. But like but that's but that's where I'm saying is like they'll sit there and say is like you can't tell me I have to get a vaccine. I was like, OK, so I'm supposed to respect your freedoms to not get a vaccine because your employer is mandating it. It's like, well. I also have to respect your employer's rights to mandate a fucking vaccine on you. Now, the government, that's a whole different fucking story. That, but, you know, yeah. we're not going to get into that shit. But, anyway. that, but bottom line is what my whole fucking issue was is that the whole idea of that I'm going to go see Kid Rock because fuck COVID. That's what this all started all over. And it was just like, come on. This is fucking Well, dumb. you know, going into that, one of my, uh, I, I, we haven't gotten into issues. Are we doing issues? Nah, fuck we, it, we can go into issues. All right, we'll hit it. I don't know where it's at. Oh, there it right, is. Just find it. I'm angry, I'm so mad at a bunch of stuff, mama didn't love me enough, I'm angry, with side issues.
I I'm I like I'm listening to that and like I'm pretty proud of myself because like of all my recordings usually they don't come out real like I can't get them mastered right is the best way to put it that one came out magically squeaky clean yeah, it did it good did. for you pretty proud of myself good for you <laughs> I'm you angry should, you should be proud <laughs> every every morning you look in the mirror you think uh, I d- m- remember Murray. You made that issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You made that issue. No, drop. no. My proudest moment is when people like who do you're it. like a, a what's what's his name from Saturday Night Live? Uh, Stuart Smalley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God no, dang. honestly, my proudest <laughs> moment is when people who listen to the show have told me that fuck you, I got that shit stuck in my head. <laughs> nice. You know, it's catchy. Good for you. Yeah, hell yeah, that's great. Uh, man, I don't know. Well, I, one of my issues was the sports thing, but I want to do talking sports. But well, I'll, I'll just go into that. Um. Or I could talk about the Jim Brewer wearing a mask. Where we, I think we talked enough about mask and COVID. Um, no, let's talk about this. Let's just talk about this sports thing. I have an issue with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, being a football fan, pretty much from December to mid January, a lot of salty people out there uh, with football. A lot of salty people. But what I don't understand is people who root for. Bad teams who they know aren't making the playoffs go on these tirades in their house, and you you'll see these TikTok videos and all these things. And the worst one I ever saw was a few weeks back. Now, mind you, we haven't podcast in a while, so I've I've had this chambered. That's the whole reason I wrote it down in my notes. There was a wife who filmed her husband, who was a Chicago Bears fan. The Chicago Bears are fucking terrible, right? He was one of these fucking dipshit dudes who knows his team's bad but decides to always hang his flag up in his yard and inflate, uh, you know, those, one of those big inflatable Chicago Bears helmets in his front yard on game day. And then his shitty team fucking loses and he goes crazy, pulls the flag out of the flagstaff on his front porch and then... Beats the shit out of his inflatable helmet and spears it out in the yard because his team fucking lost. And I'm like, the epitome of beating a dead horse. Like, uh, dude, there's your countless- team fucking sucks. I'm going to say this right now. I have been a Kansas City, Kansas City, <laughs> that's what we used to say, Kansas City Chiefs fan my whole life. I can verify that for a large portion of his life, he has been. And we're talking about we had some really bad seasons. Oh, yeah. We we had a season one time, I remember. It was a Saturday morning. I was at the post office, and we were all going to a game the next day, and it came out that one of our linebackers had killed his girlfriend and then went into the parking lot and shot himself behind a car Mm -hmm. while the GM and the head coach were trying to talk him out of it. Like, they tried to talk to him. He walked behind a car and pulled the trigger and blew his brains out. That, that shit was fucking nuts when it came and out. Then I was like, like, and then I was like, I was at work, and I got the notification, like, on my phone, or someone had texted me, and I was like, are they going to cancel the game tomorrow? But the NFL was like, fuck no, you guys, you motherfuckers are playing. <laughs> and so we did end up going to the game the next day, and it was just like, bleh. the whole fucking, the whole thing was just blah, you know? Uh... But the the Kansas City Chiefs now are fucking good, right? And I'm extremely happy for that. But when the Chiefs were bad, I never 
when they were like two and fucking 14 and were getting like the number one draft pick. I never was like during the season, like they're bad. I never was like punching my Kansas City Chiefs gear or tearing jerseys apart. Dude, dude there's videos. Lighting flags on fire. You, you can literally go and Google. I mean, shit, every sports season for any sport, there is at least five to the six minimum videos that go viral of somebody punching your TV or smashing their house, the de- like the pieces we have, over this shit. We have a friend of ours, I won't say any names, but whose dad uh, likes a certain college team here. I'll just say it, likes people know who I'm talking about when I say this, but I won't say any names. Likes K State, Kansas State, right? Used to get mad and throw glasses of wild turkey at his TV. And break his TV, either it was basketball or football. He was so mad when they would lose. Like, break and then just go out and buy a new TV because he was so mad they lost. And just, like, spend hundreds of dollars on new TVs and shit just because he couldn't take that they fucking lost. I, I, that, a, a TV is expensive. And I want to punch the children in my house when they throw a controller. <laughs> When they throw a $70 controller, I want to karate fight them. But, like, people go this crazy over sports. It's fucking nuts to me. And I, don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I, I don't get especially when your team is bad. Now, like, okay, like, so the Chiefs, well, by the time anybody hears this, we'll know if the Chiefs, they'll already know if the Chiefs won or lost. But the Chiefs tomorrow will be playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Now... If I put on my Patrick Mahomes jersey and my Chiefs flag outside and the Chiefs lost a game that they clearly should win at Arrowhead Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals, I think I would have more of a right to tear up my Patrick Mahomes jersey, fucking burn my Kansas City Chiefs flag. I would never do that. That, I, that okay, fine. I get it. But... When your team fucking sucks and they lose and you're still throwing temper tantrums, like, what are no. you? What you are you get re- it? You get what? That's fucking asinine to act that ridiculous over a fucking sports team that you, one, don't play for, and two, have, I mean, it'd be one thing if you're like, I bet $50,000 on this game. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, because you're not. You're just watching it because you love the Chicago Bears. Yeah. And then when the Bears lose, you trash all the fucking fandom you just bought. Like, why did you buy all that? I, did you buy all that because you thought the Bears were going to the Super I mean, Bowl? You, have to, look you at, have to know that your team sucks. You have to look at it this way, man. I love my children more than anything in the world. I wouldn't break a goddamn thing if any of them lost anything ever other than their life. You know, it would, that's it would, it. It would be like if you <laughs> if you went to one of your kids' program and they hit the wrong note on the flute and you just started flipping up chairs like, what the fuck? Walk up on stage, break their flute now. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. flute is fucked up. Their Little League team loses, so I fucking rip my jersey <laughs> off like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. You got to attack the The up. thing is, though, you talk about like people smashing shit like that and all that kind of stuff. It's like I've watched parents get into fucking fights over little league's fucking softball and shit like that and it's like what the fuck goes on in people's brains that they take this shit so serious i mean it's like look here perfect example it's I a work with yeah, a guy I, I think it's a projection from somewhere I, I, else i work with a guy from rossville yeah in rossville his football team wins their fucking state shit all the, the time l- let the audience show that murray is pointing to the <laughs> uh to the northeast right yeah, yeah. and they <laughs> actually with yeah. rossville's more than i was pointing the wrong yeah, way yeah, that's all right <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, and no offense to this dude, I was like, but we all make fun of him because he's so hardcore about their football team to the point that even when he didn't have a kid on the team, he ran on the football field when they won the championship. Also missed where he was walking, broke his ankle, and fell down on the oh, ground. No. So we all made fun of him for that. Good. But the thing is, I don't understand, like, I like that's like I don't understand these football town teams, you know, like where the whole town just kisses their ass and loves it. Friday them and Night they, Lights, and, man. You know, it is, and they want to riot over what they lose yeah. and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just fucking sports. It, it in. What what do you have in it? If you're not on the motherfucker on the team, isn't even breaking his TV. I don't. I just don't. Yeah, I, Patrick I'm, Mahomes. If he loses, more than likely is just gonna go home and be like, "Damn, that sucked." He isn't gonna go home and smash his house to pieces. Yeah, he isn't gonna blow up his fucking jerseys, slap his wife around. No, he might. He should know. slap his brother around. That's for sure. He isn't gonna tip over his car. That's the other thing too. I don't understand. Even when they win, these people go out in the streets and destroy half their city. I'll tell you what. If the Chiefs lose tomorrow, I think Patrick Mahomes should grab his brother and fucking break his back over his knee like fucking Bane. That's what I think. Like Bane. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in the darkness. Yeah, I don't don't understand. That's something I don't understand about, like, uh, people who are sports fans, period. If we lose, we're going to go tear this town apart. If we win... We're going to go tell it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I never understood <laughs> the rioting stuff. Like, I mean, I guess I guess you can talk about mob mentality, but it's the fact like your city like just won a World Series, a Super Bowl. Let's go tip over cars. over the cars and causing millions of dollars in damage. What the fuck? I mean, like. How you, much do you really love your city? Is, yeah, but here's what's so fucked up about this is like, think about like when you see videos of like riots in like sports towns. And, like, they're tipping over a car. And think about the, the the irony of, like, there's, like, ten people tipping over this car. And, like, think about, like, those dudes who are doing that, that maybe there's a possibility that somewhere there's ten other dudes tipping over one of those dudes' cars. Do you ever wonder if maybe, like, a, like states should go to, like, legislature and say, hey, we want to pass a legislation that says if if our if, if our team or if our city owns a professional sports team and if they win a championship that taxes immediately go up 20% to keep people from fucking trashing everything See, that won't stop nobody. You don't think so? No, because the, like let's be real. Half the people are out there who are rioting, you probably think not they give a fuck taxes. about taxes yeah, anyway? That's true too. That's true too. It's only people like us that are like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the ones who'll get fucked. Yeah, or fucked. we're the ones that we meet right when we walk out of the stadium. Our Camry's getting flipped over in the street. But that's the thing. Yeah, but that's that's the other thing that's, too. That's our luck. But, but here's where the, that's a double edged sword because if you go to like I don't know, let's say it's, let's just use Kansas City as an example. And it's like, if they riot, it's a fucking 20% tax hike. Well, that's more of an incentive for all the people who fucking hate the Chiefs to run out in the streets and fucking oh, destroy everything. That's, that's true, too. Like, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of Broncos fans just <laughs> out in the street. <laughs> it's like, they're just like, so right, right when the clock runs out, it's like, three, two, they just all flip cars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. That would that's a that, that would be a great enemy move, right? That's a good point, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, they they got somebody on the city council to fucking like infiltrate. They're really a fucking Broncos fan. Yeah. Oh man. He's like, here's your new city councilman. Right. Uh well, there you go. Well, that was my issue anyway. You got any issues? Uh, I I mean I kind of addressed most of my issues as yeah, yeah. throughout the show. We'll take a quick break real quick. Sure, we'll take a quick, uh, a real quick break, break real with quick. With your tiny little, I can't even speak English. Your, your tiny little well, I a piss bladder you got going on here. 
Uh, so I'm going to wait on Wes to go to the restroom, but in the meantime, I would like to apologize for the immense amount of time in which we have spent not doing an episode. Um, uh, I mean, like I said, you know, I, everybody in my house has had COVID. Uh, Wes had some issues where he had to help. I, I don't remember if it was his sister or who the hell it was move. Uh, he had that going on. Then there was one weekend. I think I had to work, you know, shit happens. We only do the show every other week. And unfortunately the weeks we were going to do this, that kind of stuff arose. Um, you know, I do think about how maybe I could bite the bullet and uh do my own episode just by myself. But as I sit here and talk to you at this very moment, I find myself uh, struggling to come up with things to say and wonder if I could even do an entire episode by myself. I don't want to script something because then I feel like it'll come off as, hey, I am reading a script and this sounds really fucking dumb. But then again, I don't know how much stupider it sound than what I'm talking to you about right now. I'd also like to point out Wes has taken an extraordinarily long time to take a leak and I wish he would get out here so I could quit talking because the reality of what's going on right now is I don't want to pause the recording because it causes a big fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> but he's back. Jesus so Christ, I felt like Austin Powers when he got out of fucking cryo. <laughs> um, movies? Sure. Man, I'm really on the ball with these drops. Let's get some more seltzers, man. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. We gonna do some movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. And we also like heavy metal. Movie review. So it's been a while, obviously, since we recorded. So uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about The Matrix. Resurrections. And uh, wait, so how are we going to do this now? Are we going to do this? Like, are we just going to talk about the movies we liked this year, the movies we didn't? We want to break it down into segments. Well, I mean, or we, we just want to just want to talk about the Matrix. Well, no, 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 no. That's completely different stuff. And uh, well, I thought we were doing like best movies, uh, well, worst we, movies. Well, we, you know, I wanted to do that, too. But I figure we just uh, let's OK. Let, OK, let's just talk about the Matrix. Just what, go ahead, because you really want to talk about it. No, 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 no. What I was going to say is, no, let's do our best. Well, text your wife. To get, tell her to bring some seltzers down here. I'm not going to text my wife. She's not my slave. Wife. Seltzers. <laughs> um, um, okay, no, no, let's do the best and the worst. Let's start with the worst. And the reason I want to start with the worst because, yes, I do want to talk about The Matrix because uh, by far the worst movie I saw this last year was The Fucking Matrix. The Matrix was on my worst list. It was well. also my, like, the most anticipated movie for me, like, by far. And I, Oh, you were extremely hyped about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was, like, excited, especially after the trailer, which the trailer should get a fucking award because it was fucking awesome. Uh, the movie was not. Holy shit, was it a fucking pile of crap. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to make the like the joke that a lot of people made, but 99% of the movie was just Neo waving his fucking arms around like a god, like he was fucking Doctor Strange, moving fucking rockets all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't good. The fucking story was fucking stupid. I mean, it just was in the whole like the whole idea of how they brought back Morpheus was to me was also fucking dumb. It was completely pointless. Like there was no reason for it. And I just I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it. I can't even get into the pinpoint. I felt like they I wrote I felt like they wrote something they thought was going to be good. And then when they could not get certain people on board, they uh, they had to start changing things. Well, 
like the here, like the the meta. By the way, you just did a move. One of the my one of my all time favorite. Like one of my all time favorite Kleenex moves is when is when people use it or blow their nose and then they look at what came out of it and they give that face like oh shit well, it's and, then, it was bloody. And, they just, and then they just like close it up and throw it away it was bloody i was like my I nose love, is bleeding one of my favorite moves yeah. like, everybody always like blows her nose and looks at it and go, oh shit that came out of me so like 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 the, the, the meta aspect of it like where they talked about in the movie like how they were going to move forward with the matrix video game whether or not uh, whether or not uh, Mr. Anderson was on board with it or not. Mr. Anderson. And, 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 it was really stupid to me because in real life, that's what Warner Brothers told the Wachowskis. If you're on board or not, we're doing it with, with or without you. Mm. And that's and why... Maybe they should have done it without. Oh, well, that's why I wonder if, like... I, I like I, The conspiracy theory mind at me makes me wonder if, like, this movie was made the way it was specifically to be like, oh, well, you're going to... Well, I'll do it. And then they gave us this pile of shit. I don't, you know what? I would have thought like, why can't they just do a movie and like kind of make it canon? Like a like they, there, I mean, there could have been some backstory. Like it would have been a new Matrix with with more like with a, a Neo backstory, but not Neo being in it. Just like they do with Star Wars or anything else. You know, like I I, I thought like the the new crew at Bug and all that was. Jessica Hemwick's character or Best whatever. Part of was. the movie, yeah. And, but but everything else, they it was like they forced upon. Also, some of it looked like. It looked fucking cheap. No, to a me. lot of no, a lot of people complained about the special effects the, being all over the map. The scene where they come back and they uh, after they free Neo and they come back and they want to get Trinity out and they end up in that weird warehouse setting and the uh, what's his name the French guy the uh, I can't remember his name yeah that, that dude's dialogue when he, when he looked like he was from Jumanji yeah, yeah that that dude's whole fucking scene and everything he was saying was so over the top and ridiculous it was almost satire it was like what the fuck is going on and then uh, also I would like to point out that whoever fucking did Jada Pinkett's makeup in it was awful like her entire upper part of her face from her cheeks up never moved the whole time she was talking I was like, this is fucking awful. Like, it was like a low-budget fucking movie at times. Where I'm like, I, I just, I didn't understand what the hell was happening. And then I didn't really understand the whole point of, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Jonathan Groff playing uh, Agent Smith. Pointless. Didn't make any sense to me. Also. And he just kept showing up in places. Yeah, yeah, pointless. And the fight scene between him and Neo was fucking garbage. And I'd also like to point out, if anything, they kept making these, like, you know, flashbacks to the Hugo Weaving, Weaving as, as uh, Agent Smith. And all that did to me was let me know the gaping fucking hole in this movie of him not actually being well, in this movie. Well, I, I, and I think it was the other thing. That's why I think they should have just made a separate storyline from the original Matrix is because to me, those clips were there to like remind people, like, remember he was this guy. No, no, reminding me how <laughs> awesome he was and how much this dude sucked. And but that dude's good, but he good, sucked but he in his do, movie. But he didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, I, I, I was pretty disappointed in it as well. Um, there were aspects I liked. Like I, I did enjoy the end when um when uh, everybody when uh the uh Matrix was hacking into everybody to make them attack Neo and Trinity and the guys are like jumping out like th that dude was in bed with his wife and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? And his eyes just turned green and he just jumped out the window to attack him. 
I, I like uh, another scene I didn't like too is like the whole fucking scene with uh with Neil Patrick Harris like where he slows everything down and was showing like Neil how like I'm in control of everything and all this other stuff. Like what happened in that fucking scene? I get they were trying to show like this is like I'm I'm well it's it was actually I don't know if it was high speed for one character and slow for the, I don't fucking know. But the way it was filmed, it made it look like you were watching like a glitchy video game, and it fucking drove me nuts when I was watching it. Also. Neil Patrick Harris's character was kind of like it, where I kind of had an issue was like at the end where they were like where where uh, Trinity was like kicking the shit out of him and punching him and all this stuff. I was sitting there thinking like uh, I'm like you you've turned him from being like the guy who controls the entire fucking Matrix into like some buffoon of a character like he has no power, no nothing. And I just thought like, is it really like I just it kind of made uh it took away this whole idea of like there's a us versus them. I'm like, well, you're just now proving to me that this whole fucking thing doesn't work. It's dumb. I did, I did though enjoy, like I didn't hate it as much as you did because I did enjoy the uh, the heist of Trinity out getting her out of the Matrix when they were sneaking in past the robots and doing all that stuff. Some of that stuff was okay, but like I hated the fucking scene where like her husband's dragging her out of the room and then she finally turns around, and yells Neo. I was just like, oh fucking Christ. <laughs> I rolled my fucking <laughs> eyes during that scene, man. It you was hated a, it, so much. It was a fucking cringeworthy moment. I was fucking mad. I was ready to suck this movie's dick, man. I was on my knees, ready to put it right in. And no. So one of my so the only other movie I had as worst movie, movies of the year that I watched recently was of um, Venom. Let there be carnage. Ah. That's on your worst list. Oh my god! Oh, I fucking loved that movie. You are you fucking serious? You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I liked I liked Venom. I. First of all, I'm all in on Venom, especially when he was on his own at the that's rage I, that's party. I think that's what I, I loved about it. No, I like that kind of stuff. But Woody Harrelson. Oh, I thought he was very, like, very underutilized in uh, that movie. He, yeah. he he was, but but his his villain was over the top. Should I fucking own it? I got the steel. I didn't. Right I, over didn't there. I didn't like uh, Naomi. Uh, is it Naomi Campbell? Is that her name? That Fuck, was playing uh, the the uh, the one eye, the blind chick that was his lover. But one thing I hate the most about movies like that is when. Car- you, you when Carnage comes out of him and Carnage, like Venom is funny and entertaining, you know, and ruthless at the same time. He has a personality, but they make the villain be like just the complete opposite. No personality, no, f- you know, not funny at all. Just being like, we must kill them. Kind oh, of no, thing. no, no. I, like, I agree. Oh, I, it's so I, dull I, I know. I agree with you to the point that that I felt like Carnage was was a bit generic in he regards was. to a villain. But like overall, the rest of the stuff, like I, I thought that I thought Eddie Brock and Venom, that side of it, fucking. No, that side was everything. good. I, I, I did. And not, that's why I ended up enjoying. I did the not enjoy the villains as in that much movie as I did. Yeah. Um. In term, the Matrix is definitely in terms of like bad movies that I watched all year i really didn't watch a whole lot of like movies that i ended up hating i didn't really care for suicide squad i like much. suicide Squad. i thought it was okay like i didn't hate it i thought it was way better than the first one like fucking oh, f- insanely better yeah uh best movie i saw all year and the only reason i think it took the top spot for me oh i can't i already know because it was just so surprising to me as I to know, how I fucking know. glorious it was know. i already know With, fuck you in your i already know but yeah you probably do it was malignant yes i fucking love that oh what you think i, I was gonna, gonna say? say dune no no dune's up there for me oh malignant was good no. malignant yeah oh fight like if if you're doing like a most surprising category oh. it was definitely malignant i loved malignant like 
I, that movie is fucking amazing to me. And like I said, it also caught me off guard because one, I really had no idea what I was getting into when I watched it. Well, they they pitched that movie like it was going to be some sort of like a like a like scary thriller. It ended up being like a thriller action, like a wild no, action movie. But, the, but they did a really good job. It was of like, like Zombie Matrix. It's the way it started off was like, oh, it's going to be a typical fucking James Wan bullshit. Yeah. And then it fucking just went bonkers after that. I mean, like like you said, like to the point where it, like Zombie Matrix, like like well, that's why I point out to somebody. It's like, let me explain to you what happens in this movie. It starts off like it's going to be another Conjuring movie. And then at some point, it's like a Kung Fu movie. I don't know, because suddenly this guy knows Kung Fu is kicking everybody's ass in a police station. <laughs> I don't know. In hindsight, <laughs> watching it, like I remember the part where where they're chasing where they're chasing the person down the fire escape and, that fucking whole scene and was then i was awesome. like and then i was like that son of a bitch is running backwards yeah that's what it, and yeah. I, but i never thought like oh shit maybe this is her and yeah. it's something else i just was like what the, what is going on and then when it was revealed i was like oh that's why they're yeah, running yeah, backwards like i i dude that like that whole fucking chase scene i was like that was about the point where i was like okay i'm really enjoying this but the part that really sold me is when she kept having those what she thought were like uh like visions and the part where she's like at the side of the bed and that motherfucker's getting ready to stab the person and just looks over at her like real crazy like i was like i fucking love this movie that i fell in love right then and there it was fucking amazing then like i said the scene in the fucking police station is what fucking just oh that that Scene was bonkers. The, it just fucking exploded into cra- so much fucking craziness that I like. My wife's like, "This movie's so fucking stupid." And I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm like, and then, you're like, like I'm all in." And, yeah, I was you like, pushed all your chips in the middle of the far, table. The most fun I had all fucking year with the movie. After that, and, and and like the thing, like you said, I really loved Dune. Dune's up there, but you got to understand, for me. Uh, and like I said, Dune would be in my top movies of the year, but in terms of like how much fun I have in a movie, Dune doesn't even fucking compete with what I would put as my next favorite movie of the year. That was fucking Halloween kills. I fucking, oh, Halloween kills a lot of fun. And that, and that's what, that's what did it for me is like, I, the, one of the things that I was missing from movies was having a good time watching them and where, and Halloween kills fucking sucked me in early on and it's the scene where they he's in that fucking the couple's house and just stabs that dude in the back like 10 times with different knives and it was fucking utterly pointless but i was just like this is awesome fucking the whole fucking thing oh when he's got the guy bent over like yeah, the kitchen counter he's like stabbing him putting different knives in his back <laughs> yeah. yeah it was fucking utterly pointless but i fucking loved it and then i loved the scene with the two gay dudes calling themselves little john and big john yeah. or whatever and little john <laughs> yeah, big john yeah it's so stupid because i love when they're like gonna go like look around their house and that one dude picks up the tiniest knife known to man you know it's like what are you gonna do with that yeah, no, I enjoyed it immensely. I uh, I have a uh, section called Purgatory, and these are the movies I couldn't really decide on. Okay, and it's, I got Last Duel, Dune, and Many Saints of Newark. I the Last Duel is a like honestly, dude, that movie isn't also up there. My fucking with Dune, I fucking loved that movie so much. I thought Matt Damon was so fucking glorious in that movie because he essentially plays three different fucking people. And the thing I loved about it is I loved his perception of like his perception was he was the most amazing man known to earth. Then everyone else thought he was a jackass. Everyone else thought he was a, 
yeah. a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon was really good in it because you don't you don't see Matt Damon in those parts quite a bit. No, and then like I like that was probably his best role since uh, The Departed. Oh yeah, I, I would agree with you there. And here's a question I have for you: There's one particular scene in the movie where I was just like, where is this movie? And it made me realize, like, I think Ridley Scott and Matt Damon need to make a Matt Damon just beating people up as a knight. Because that fucking scene where he runs out on the field, whips the fucking chain around his hand, and then just punches a fucking dude right in the face, the way it was just done was fucking glorious. It was also one of those moments where I was like, hey, Ridley Scott, why aren't you making more movies like this? One of my favorite parts, I mean, I, I, I didn't dislike it, but it wasn't as satisfying as a lot of other people made it to be. I was kind of like, nah, it's okay. It's a little bit of a slog in, in my opinion. I mean, I, I liked it fine. You know, I did like the fact that it came from three different points of views, but I did enjoy his his showing of it where, like you're saying, like his his point of view was him being this glorious knight, but, but the best part was when his point of view was when he got knighted and everybody on the field is like, great. <laughs> He's a knight. Like, like, no one respects me. <laughs> I, the thing, you know, the thing, though, that like really kind of like blew my mind watching it, though, is like when you when you see what um, Adam Driver's like point of view when he went uh, from the sex with the woman. I was just like, is this really how rapists see it? Like, like, well, yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, because yeah, she protested, but of course she's a lady. But like, and I kind of felt like the the scene between his his view of the rape and her view of the rape, there wasn't that much difference between it, you know? It was a little bit, she, I feel like the protesting was a little more obvious in hers than it was in his. But like. But, like, my whole thing was, like, it started making me wonder. It's like, is that how some dudes see it? Like, she's full on, like, this is ridiculous. Stop. And yeah. he's like, she's like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. And I was just like, That's what I was like, God. when I saw it, I was like, yeah, you. And then like, I. No, if this is your point of view. And you, I did you enjoy. clearly I did, raped her. Yeah. I didn't enjoy Adam Driver getting the knife stuck right through his fucking head. And then how they just drug him off and hung him up. I, uh, naked. That, that, that was one part that I was kind of like. Jesus, really? Like I don't, I don't know if that's how it really happened. Uh, no, apparently the last fight, the way it's done, from what I read, was fairly accurate to really? what happened. Well, yes. that's what I was wondering because the way that that went down and how he died, I was like, God, that seemed but, a little over the top. But then other, I thought oh, it's based off a true story. And there's so. other, you gotta understand. There's other things I really loved about it too, and it wasn't necessarily like they were trying to like do this with the movie, but the the. The pointing out of how fucking dumb we were of like, well, do you find pleasure when you have sex? Because it's just science that you have to have an orgasm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the doctors and shit. Oh, my God. I was like, God, we were so stupid. I just love the fact, too, that they were like, they were like, you do realize that if if you if if you accuse him of this and he's found not guilty, you're going to be burned at the stake. Like, what the fuck? Well, I love how, like... I, I can't just, like, go and live in a hut somewhere. Or no, no. And whoever wins this fight to the death, it's because God said it was yeah, this way. This yeah, is the way what God the, deems it. I'm like, what the fuck? What is wrong with us at this point? Like, how's... Like, it blows my oh, mind. I, I think we're getting close to going yeah, back Yeah, we're there. not that far We're about away. to go full circle, man. Full uh, circle. Many saints, I fucking hated. Fucking hated it. I thought it was a goddamn... Like you, okay, you never could have convinced me that the same people who made The Sopranos made that fucking movie mm. unless I went, you know, without like, there's just no way you could have without me or, you know, because I knew because obviously David Chase did it. 
there's just so much shit in it that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought the dude who played fucking Silvio almost made him like he was fucking Liberace in the goddamn movie. He was almost gay. And I was just like, this is not anything like what I like what that fucking character is. I didn't no, don't get me wrong. There are aspects of it like. There are certain little subtleties and things here of like, say, what's the dude who played Polly and stuff like that wasn't too bad to me and all that. And there are certain scenes that I did enjoy, but overall, I just thought it was fucking dumb. I did think, what was his name? Is it Michael Gandolfini? Is that what his name was? James Gandolfini's son? Yeah, yeah. I did think there were moments in the show that that dude was fucking good. And then there's some I was just kind of like, ah. But I like you, if you told me, like, or not told me, but like, if, if I was writing high on that movie, and say I was like at an eight or a nine with this movie. I'm like, this shit's awesome. That shit would have sunk to a fucking four with the fucking ending. Because, oh my God, the fucking pinky swear was so fucking stupid. I was just like, oh, this is fucking And dumb. they played the uh, Sopranos theme. Yeah, right? and, then, and then I had some other aspects of it that really bothered me too. Like the whole idea of that we made Junior Soprano, the one who fucking killed him, it's utterly pointless because it goes nowhere in Sopranos lore. There's no, there's no hint of it in the TV show. There's no, it was never brought up before. It's utterly pointless to do that. That and they change stories in it because, like the fucking story, where, uh, where like uh, Tony's dad shoots, uh, his mom's like in her her the hair. Beehive. Dude, it wasn't fucking Dicky that was there. It was fucking Junior that was there in the original story. It's stuff like that that I'm just like, okay, they're really retconning stuff in the age difference. I, I mean, you argued about that, but I went and looked some stuff up. And Silvio, I guess, is a really big problem in terms of the age differences and stuff and what they did because it makes zero sense. Well, that's what. Well, my my whole point of being is that in the show, it always seemed like him, like, like. Tony and Silvio were peers. Like they came up together. That's the way it always seemed in the show. It never seemed like like Silvio was already up. Like Silvio, Pussy, and Tony were always peers. Like Polly was always older than those yes. guys, but those three were peers there and was came some up stuff, and came up together. It's been so long since I watched it. That's why it's hard for me to remember. But like like the way they did the age stuff with Silvio, and I I I had to question about Pussy too. Uh, but like they made it very much like they fucked it all up with that kind of stuff. And and my other beef with the movie was is that it didn't seem 100% like a self-contained fucking movie. But to me, it seemed like what was the what's the black dude's fucking name in it? Which by the way, I will say the fucking scene where he shows up and fucking blows uh um what's his name's fucking face off when uh Dickie's getting mad at him when he's on the fucking street. I'm going blank. Oh yeah. And, and that I thought that whole fucking scene was awesome where they fucking The guy Leslie Odom, Odom. Leslie Odom Jr. played yeah, uh, Harold. Uh, Harold. Yeah, I thought that whole fucking scene when he when uh he fucking uh, Joey Diaz. That's who it was. He fucking blows his face off. Uh, I fucking thought that that whole shit was fucking awesome. But it seemed almost like this movie was a lead up to make a fucking TV show based off his character. I I agree. I think it. I think it was a failed pilot. And I think it was funny that when that show premiered in September and. You got on social media, and, and I mean, you you said it before I even saw anything, and then a bunch of people were on comment sections saying, oh, you mean the pilot that failed, and so they decided to make it into a Sopranos movie to get some money? Yeah. Because there was a lot of holes in the story, like her, like his 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 his, uh, his girlfriend hooking up with Harold, you know, and yeah. all that. I just out of nowhere, just because Harold looked at her, then all of a sudden he started to fuck him, and there was all this beef between them. And it was, but it was like there was holes in the story where it's like, okay, well, when did that happen? You know what I mean? It was weird. I don't know. 
And, yeah. and also, and for a movie. And then I think they, and then I think also, I think they put, I think they put like Silvio and Pussy and, and Polly, young Paul in there to like a, Please, you know, to please oh, the yeah. crowd to make it to make it Sopranos lore there, there, and, and the Junior thing too. The you know, things that, things the Junior storyline of him being vengeful, which Junior was always vengeful and petty. But like you were saying, you had six seasons where that could have easily been addressed. That maybe, he, maybe Jun- he Junior would him, say, but yeah. it wasn't. So you created a whole new storyline that never had anything. Everything else kind of fit into the Sopranos TV show. This did not, and then. Uh, some of the, uh, something uh, that I also had a beef with. Well, hang on before I get into that. One scene I did really liked was the fucking one where they put the goddamn uh, like the uh, the, the fucking bolt, like the thing that you the lug nut remover thing when they put it in that fucking dude's oh, mouth. Oh, it chipped all his teeth. Oh, out. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, that but, was that was a good torture move. That was right up there with the head and the vice. Yeah, the scene yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing I didn't like overall didn't really like about the movie though is in terms of like, and it's one of the things I wrote in my review for the website is this was supposed to be the movie that showed us who Dickie Moltisanti was, and after I watched it, I still felt like, I don't even know who the fuck he is, because he's hardly anything in the movie. Like, it was almost nothing about him. Yeah, he was kind of portrayed as a legend in the series, in the TV show, and then this this movie, I don't I don't necessarily didn't do him any justice. No, like, it was nothing. That's why he I was almost like, was He almost was unlikable. That kind of he was kind of he was kind <laughs> yeah. of like just a shitty dude. He killed his dad and, yeah. and his girlfriend, <laughs> which, which also I thought was a fucking like criminal, uh, like criminally uh, like terrible use of Ray Liotta in this fucking show. I was just like for real, like and then, and then he the, just shows up as his dad's <laughs> twin brother. Yeah, it's like, I was what? just like, come on, I'm like what the fuck ever. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I didn't like it. I I and I had so much hope. for I was it. disappointed in it, and I I think a. When I hear people talk about it on podcasts, well, back then when it was popular, I, so, sometimes I think some of the people I was listening to was giving it lip service, maybe because they were affiliated with HBO or or something else. Because some of them were like, "Oh, I just loved all the all like all, who uh would Bill well, Simmons like Bill, be one of them? Yeah, Bill Simmons because yeah, he's associated with HBO and big then, time. And then uh, and then like he had some guys on there that were like liking it, and th- some of the guys he had on that were saying they were liking it were people I would like." I was thinking to myself, does this person really like it? Because yeah, they don't now, like a lot of other things. No, I will say that are this, similar. I will say this in a lot of people's defense. So it might have been more of a promotional thing. In, in a lot of people's defense of that movie, the ones who liked it, if they had not watched The Sopranos shortly before watching that movie, which I watched the entire fucking series right before I watched that movie. I, maybe they wouldn't feel the way I did about it, but my like wa- like I've watched th- this is like my fifth or sixth time watching The Sopranos all the way through. Sure, which, which I like I point out like that th- there's no other fucking show I've ever done that it's, with. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. And like and this and it, like dude, every fucking time I watch it, it's like even like I find more shit in it that I didn't realize I saw before. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like and it just like and my boss at work, he he find this is the first time he's ever watched the show because I kept telling him like no nah, man, you got to watch it. It's fucking amazing. And that dude. Like, it's like after he watched it, he was just like, oh, it really fucks. It fucking sucks that Gandolfini died. I'm like, it does. I was through about season four, the middle of season four, when, because uh, I wanted to do what you did, and when uh, Many Saints came out. But I, I decided to go ahead and watch it anyway, because we were going to talk about it on the show, because, you know. So, and, and then I had, fin- after I watched Many Saints, and I had finished Sopranos again for, like, I don't know, the fifth time again. And uh, uh, are we recording? Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> I saw you looking down and roll your eyes like, uh-oh, yeah. did we lose another show? No, we're just, we're close. That's oh. all it was telling oh, us. Oh, well, anyway, well, to speed things up then, but... Yeah, you're right. Everything that's in that show, there's a lot of detailed stuff, and you pick up on more things, things that are more funny. One of the best scenes ever is when Carmela's on the phone outside, and she's she's actually setting up an appointment for her own personal therapist, and then she's smoking while she's doing it. And Tony comes outside, and he's like, and he's like, this thing says pulp. He's talking about the orange juice. Yeah. And she goes, you like pulp? And he goes, I said I like some pulp. <laughs> and, and then she throws the she throws the, the wireless phone at him. He goes, what the fuck? And I'd be like, I probably would have thrown a phone at you too, yeah. you asshole. That's, that's the shit I fucking, that, dude, that's the shit like, on that show that I fucking love. And, 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 like, and I always go back to like certain scenes like in terms of like when you talk about the acting and shit on the show. Like I still to this day go back to the fucking scene. Like it blows my mind, the scene where like – where um where his son tries to fucking kill himself and like how that dude runs out there pulls him out and then slaps the shit out of him and is mad at him but then instantly goes into like like oh I shouldn't have done that yeah I'm fucking upset what the fuck's wrong with my son I'm like and that's that's why like, I told my boss I said that right there to me is like a like peep like a fucking acting class from James Gandolfini and there and there's just so many like like. Oh my god, how angry he looks when he stomps the fucking dude's teeth in on the steps after the dude said the shit to his daughter yeah I'm like oh fucking amazing Coco, Coco when he's done yeah <laughs> and when he's like don't you do it and he just fucking smashes him into the ground it also makes me like those are the moments where i'm like man yes we do really fucking like like fucking uh what do you call the word not glorify but fucking uh it'd be almost like glorify the fucking mafia at times where i'm like because that's fucked up when oh, i'm watching yeah. oh yeah like uh I, phil leotard frank vincent as phil leotardo is one of the best bad guys oh. in like oh, yeah. tv movie history <laughs> oh yeah and it's uh, it's only because he's so like uh i mean i guess you could say he's menacing but just the way he is he's such a fucking asshole about everything when he was like sacrifices and he's like you did this he was like i jacked off in a tissue <laughs> He's like, he's like, you fucked women. I jacked off on a tissue. Talk about sacrifices. <laughs> I, I like, you know what's funny about like all that kind of stuff is like, like the idea of like glamorizing. That's the word I was thinking of, like glamorizing the mafia and like how we do it. It's like I was talking to somebody the other day about Crime Town because they hadn't listened to it, and I said that it's a really fucking good podcast. I said, but the whole time I'm wa- listening to it or watching Goodfellas, because we were talking about he just watched Casino because of the what you call it, yeah. And uh, we were talking about, like, how awesome we think all this shit is. I said, yeah, but then there's an episode of Crime Town where they go and interview a family of one of the guys who was killed by one of the mafia dudes. And I said that was the first time ever in my entire fucking life where I had, like, these dudes all fucking suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're horrible people. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it never clicked in my head. No, these are pieces of shit. You're loving watching what they do. But the reality is they're all pieces of shit. And it, like, really set in on me, like, man. They suck. Casino, man. I watched it. I actually rented it from Amazon the other night just for the rewatchables. And I, you know, I mean, I've seen it. How many? I don't know how many times, but I was like, God damn, this movie really is fucking good. And on the rewatchables, when they did talk about it, they made a good point. It's like it aged over the years because you're coming off the Goodfellas hangover because Goodfellas is so fucking good. You're yeah. like, nothing can top it and you're disappointed by it. But when you rewatch it, and I know you always favored Casino over Goodfellas. I, I don't personally but casino is really good and man casino it fucking moves like 
like that. And it might, it but might it's move, long as fuck, and people don't realize that too. Yeah, when you it, watch might, it. it might move faster than Goodfellas. I mean, it is yeah. just all, but it is, but it is so entertaining. We, we, dude, there's so like even, the best thing is when they're doing they're doing the montage, and it's of Joe Pesci coming out of his Gold Rush jewelry store, and him and Frank Vincent are covering their mouths when they're smoking cigarettes, so the so the FBI can't read their lips, and that old guy walks by behind some random old guy like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? I love that shit. I mean, dude, we're we're talking about the scene with fucking Joe Bob Briggs when he's like fucking like yep he's like I'm sorry Ace Mr. Rossing dang it you are right Mr. Rothstein <laughs> so many things in that movie too when you think about it could have been avoided if 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 uh, Ace would have just hired him back when when the uh, the oh, county yeah, kept when kept... the county commissioner and he was like oh I do give you that he is something else when it when basically was his tits on a board yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then he was like now let me ask is there anything else for him maybe something else here he can do and Sam Rossi's like nope, nope. no I can't do it would have like, saved his whole career like no but everything would have fucking went smooth he would have got his gam he would have got his gaming license and everything yep. man if he just would have put the dude in the kitchen or something. So there you go. Yeah, we're well, also we're also like down to the last four minutes right, in the memory okay, card. All right, well, anyway, stay clean, stay focused. And don't get dead.